Hi, welcome to another episode of ServiceNow Tech Bytes, the podcast that helps you use the product better and more efficiently. Today, we're going to be talking about the quarterly patching program, also known as the QPP, and we'll cover the differences between an upgrade, patch, and hotfix, how release notes can help with patching, testing on your sub-production instances, whether you can choose only part of a patch, pinning, patching to a newer version than your target, and how to use the upgrade monitor. Today, we have Sarah Holberg. Hi, Sarah. Hi, how's it going? Sarah is a director in our program management group and has been with ServiceNow about two years now. Uh, just a little over two years. Just yes. a little over two years and has a team of about 10 people now. Is that correct? That's correct. And Sarah has been with the QPP program since it was designed and implemented a little over a year ago. And so we are going to pick her brain today to ask for tips and tricks and best practices that customers can use around the quarterly patching program. So first off, can you give us an idea of what the quarterly patching program is and why ServiceNow implemented it? Sure. So the quarterly patching program is to ensure the optimization, availability and performance and security of customer instances. So we do that by providing quarterly patch targets for each of our uh, supported uh, releases each quarter. Um, we, we do that uh, two weeks prior to the quarter, let customers know that we have some patch targets for them to go to. Uh, and then we have, um, along, in that now, along with that announcement, we have dates with which they will patch or ServiceNow will patch their instances in the event that they don't patch them prior to the dates that we provide. So ServiceNow actually patches uh, subprod instances prior to production instances by two weeks to allow customers to test and ensure that their functionality is still working with the latest patch and the fixes that they get. And we do all this to, to, to make sure that customer instances as well as the cloud and infrastructure are secure for customers um, and their businesses. Um, there's a lot of terminology around the QPP program. So can you tell us what the difference is between an upgrade and a patch and a hot fix so people understand the differences between the three? Sure. An upgrade is actually um, moving an instance from one release family to another. So for example, if you were on Fuji and you decide to move to Helsinki, that's considered an upgrade. That is a completely new release. Um, a patch is actually going from uh, is going up target within a family. So for example, if you're on Helsinki patch one and our target is Helsinki patch two, you are going to be patched up target within that family. And then a hotfix is actually generally, um, it's, it's a fix on top of a patch. So if you're on Helsinki patch two, um, we, you would go to Helsinki patch two, hotfix three. So hotfix is generally just a small grouping of one to two items um, that, you know, one to two problems, I should say, that you would get when, um, when taking a hotfix. So upgrade is the largest jump you can make. Correct. Then a patch, then a hotfix. Mm -hmm. An upgrade will have the largest payload. Yeah, it'll have any new features, um, any new functionality that will come in a new release and or upgrade versus a patch, which will not often contain any kind of new functionality. It will just be fixes for the product that 
you're already in. And you mentioned an important piece of this, and that is the communication. So we tell customers in advance when their patch is scheduled. It isn't a surprise. No, actually, the way that we do it is we ensure when we break out um, the patching program for the quarter, we have dates for every single customer, um, and they are consistent quarter to quarter. So if you, so let's say Sarah's Corporation, um, I always I always know that the third week of the quarter, all of my subproduction instances get patched, and then two weeks a- after, which would be the fifth week of the quarter, my production instances get patched, and that's the same quarter to quarter. I know that every quarter. It's the third week for my non-prod and the fifth week for my prod. So that stays consistent. And even every quarter, we still send them an email so they know it's coming. Correct. Yeah. Great. I want to talk about a few best practices. I know there are a lot of things that customers can do to help themselves set themselves up for success with this program. Do you have some best practices that you can share with customers? Sure. Yeah. I mean, the first one that comes to mind is, um, you know, planning for those dates that we provide for you. We have uh, we have quite an extensive um, library of documentation on on how you can um, upgrade and patch your your instances. So if you go into the release notes, say for Helsinki, you can actually see right there in um, on the product documentation site, there's a link to upgrading to Helsinki and or patching and it walks you through and it has a checklist of all the things that you should really you know ensure that you're doing prior to an upgrade or a patch Um, and we have links out to um, other areas of the product that you might want to know about like any kind of known issues from where you are to where you're going those types of things Um, so that's all contained in the product documentation site underneath release notes um, and we recommend that everyone go and, and look at that. Um, the other thing I would say is is to to do planning, right? If you know that every quarter you're we're going to upgrade your subproduction instances on a particular date, start you know building your plans for business around those things, or working with us to ensure that you know we we actually have a good cadence for you for that quarter. Um, the other thing I would say is is know know your versions, right? So we patch supported versions, and we give you advance warning, um, generally six months in advance, that you know a, a release is going to go out of um, out of support. So I would say the one thing that you can do to help yourself is map out your year. And if you're really close to a, if you're on a, on a release, that's going to be out of, um, out of support, start making those plans now. Like, well, maybe I should put some of my subproduction instances on a, on a newer version, start testing that while I'm patching with the quarterly, you know, patching program. And therefore when you, you do kind of run out of quote unquote runway for, for patches within the family that you're in, you have already started testing that new release and you can kind of go to that, um, go or upgrade into a, you know, a a new release with some more confidence, more testing. And the testing is critical. You mentioned that the pattern is that subproduction instances are upgraded or patched a few weeks at least before the production instance. So that's the time to do the testing, especially with any customizations that the customer has made, right? So test, test, test on that subprod. Mm-hmm. And there is time for that. 
Yeah, and 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 I I'll say that you know just because uh, ServiceNow has put forth a date with which we're going to patch your instances doesn't mean that you shouldn't go ahead if you have the cycles to patch you know your subproduction instances earlier if you feel like you need more testing time to have confidence before moving your production instance. Um, the reason why we notify customers two weeks prior to the quarter is that it gives them longer time to say, oh, hey, I uh, I should probably take my, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not as confident in my, uh, my patching this quarter, so I'm going to take, you know, an extra few weeks and do my subproduction instances, say, four weeks before I'm going to do my production instances. So even though we are sending a notification with the dates, the customer can always choose to take it earlier. Absolutely. They can always choose to take the sub-production patch or the production patch earlier. Are they also able to go to a higher version than what we recommend? Yes. Uh, we Customers are, the only requirement that we have is customers go to our patch targets for that quarter because we know that they contain the fixes that really need to be out there from a security and availability perspective. Um, but customers are more than welcome to go uh, to higher patches and or higher higher release targets. You touched on something else as well, and that is something that's been a question for all ServiceNow customers for a very, very long time, and that is, what is in this patch? What is in this hotfix? What has changed? Mm -hmm. And so where can customers get the information about what exactly is, is in there, or you know, as close as we can tell them? to what is in the patch and hotfix so that they can adjust based on their customizations and their instance. Well, I mean, I would go back to the release notes uh, on the product documentation site. That's where we're putting in a majority, well, not a majority, but everything that actually changes from patch to patch. Um, the information in the release notes actually has gotten a lot more detailed based on the feedback we've gotten from customers. We actually break it out into different sections like areas of importance, security areas, those types of things, and we kind of list out the things there, the, the problems that we've fixed within the patch. Um, the other thing I would say is is that you probably, if you're skipping multiple patches, you want to review the release notes for all of the patches in between where you're at and where you're going, because that'll give you a full view of everything of the quote unquote payload that you're going to be taking on when you move. And those release notes are very detailed. I mean, there are the problem numbers, the yep. ServiceNow PRB numbers are listed there, along with steps to reproduce. Mm -hmm. I believe, so that customers can test if they even have that problem. Mm -hmm. So those release notes are key to the whole to the whole process. Mm -hmm. And that's all on the product documentation side. It's docs.servicenow.com. Couple other questions that I know come up from customers uh, around the QPP. Sarah, is it possible for a customer to take part of a patch? Well, unfortunately, no. Our patches and hotfixes are cumulative, which means we can't provide incremental deltas for the security fixes or the availability fixes that a customer is looking for. Uh, this is an industry standard for SaaS companies like ours. Providing incremental deltas would introduce additional testing challenges and would not contribute to improved test coverage. Um, instance recovery would be complicated due to manual work required to restore an application node in the event of a hardware failure. 
Um, these and kind of the some other complications um, affect long-term supportability because ServiceNow would have to develop and apply incremental deltas to each version, patch, and hotfix in our cloud if we, you know, allowed customers to just pick and choose. And it's just not just not something that that we can do. Well, thank you for explaining that. I know it is a question that that comes up around the QPP. And I think another question that comes up as well for customers is how does the QPP manage it if the customer has their instance pinned? So pinning is um, is is a term that was used, you know, many years ago now. Um, and it used to be part of the old uh, program that we had where customers could opt in to upgrade um, their instances from one release to another. Patching actually is not um, is not upgrading from one release to another. It's patching within a release family. So pinning, again, it, it only applies if you are upgrading from one family to the next, and that would only be within supported releases. So pinning doesn't apply at all to the patching program because we are not actually moving you from one release to another. If you are in a supported version, um, you know, you're, you're just really going up family. Um, and then you know, as part of the the patching program, we we did we do discuss that you know you need to be on a supported version, and a supported version is generally n minus two. Um, now we won't if you, as I say, if you're on a supported release and and part of the patching program, we'll never move you to another release unless you're on an unsupported version, and then you know then you get into other areas, but it's not really. Um, associated with the patching program itself. Uh, Sarah, how about the situation where the target version is lower than the current available version? Sure. So you're probably most quarters going to see that the latest available version for a family is um, uh, is not what our target is. So what we do is we, we select a target um, in advance of the quarter. Um, and we go through and do rigorous testing on that patch since we're going to be rolling it out to such a large audience um, or a large volume of instances. And so we'll select um, what is um, the most current at the time that we need to begin testing. And then, um, you know, by the time we roll it out for the quarter, we could have one or two more patches available for customers to go to. Okay. Um, I want to ask you a couple questions about how how does a customer know when their patch is done? So once the customer has the, they've received their notification and the upgrade is scheduled and then it begins to take place, what can the customer do to monitor, watch the upgrade, make sure it goes through successfully, and, and if necessary, work with ServiceNow uh, to mitigate any any issues with the upgrade, so the customer can use the upgraded monitor to monitor the upgrade of the instance and validate that the upgrade um, has completed. Um, once the upgrade um, has completed, uh, there's a uh, they can review the process of skipped of the skipped records list within that upgrade monitor. Um, and as they're processing and going through that list, they'll they'll resolve conflicts for individual records and make. Um, any additional customizations that they need, and then these changes go into the latest version, which goes into the current update set. So if they have issues, like say after it's completed, they've gone through, they've looked at all of these things, um, if they're having any kind of impact, that's when they would create um, an incident for our uh, support teams to go in and, and assist them. And generally, a patch 
is not a huge amount of changes, right? So a, a patch generally does not affect performance of the instance or are are those upgrades scheduled for non-business hours or at night or how does that sort of how does that get managed yeah so we generally um for each of the regions we patch in the overnight hours for the for the regions to minimize impacts on uh, day-to-day operations for businesses uh, so patches generally are much, much smaller payloads than doing a new release, uh, you know, going from one release to another. So you will have, you know, um, a payload of however many uh, PRBs are from one patch to the next. Um, the way that we um, patch is we, by region, do it overnight for each of those regions to, uh, regions to minimize business impact to customers. Um, should they have issues after upgrading, they can they can engage our support teams for those regions. I want to ask one one more question about: Is there anything that else that you want to tell customers about the QPP? You know, a question that comes up a lot, or an issue that comes up a lot. Is there is there anything else you would like to tell people about the program and how it works and and how to be successful with this program and make it part of their part of their daily work? Yeah, I mean, I think being successful in this program is really understanding, you know, what releases you're on right now, where all of your um, instances are sitting and making that plan and building it into your business continuity plans of, I know I have to, I know, you know, each quarter I'm patching and, and I know that, you know, in three quarters, I'm going to be on a version that's unsupported. And so I'm already starting to plan to get to a supported version and really being, you know, planful on, on how to keep yourself current and secure um, as the as the year goes on, right? Um, tips and tricks, uh, I would say, you know, well, I, I would say the documentation really that we have out there on on the product documentation site is very thorough now. Um, it takes you through all the phases on how to um, take a patch or an upgrade, and um, you know how to how to evaluate your testing and some of those types of things. So one of the things a lot of customers ask us or engage uh, us with are, you know, maybe the date for a particular um, instance patch isn't going to work for them. Um, We actually do allow for customers to move um, their their patching date um, seven days forward or seven days after the date that um, we provide them. And then we have other ways with which we can assist um, if that's uh, outside the realm of what they can do for that uh, for that particular week. And to, to make that change, do they file an incident or is that in a change? No, we want the customers to use the uh, comm records uh, that they'll find on their upgrade dashboard. Any kind of communication that customers have with regards to uh, patching or upgrading, we want them to be leveraging that comm record that sits on the upgrade dashboard rather than opening an incident. Um, we have a fully staffed team that's monitoring those upgrade comms uh, that um, that can quickly and, and, and easily get to uh, get to, you know, answer questions for customers. The only caveat to that is after an upgrade is done, if there are issues that are impacting the instance, we definitely want them to open an incident. Good to know. Uh, during our conversation, you've mentioned a lot of different resources that are out there. So there is a lot of documentation out at docs.servicenow.com. Uh, I think there's also a video out as well. 
There is. We have a, a video out on our YouTube channel um, that explains the quarterly patching program. It goes through um, everything from notification to planning to, you know, the patch itself. And then, um, you know, the, you know, quarter over quarter, all of the things that you should be considering and, and thinking about. That's a good visual yeah, representation really of how the of how the program works. I know on the ServiceNow community as well, there is a sub community devoted to the patching process, and I think that's a pretty active group. It is, yeah. We have uh, we have we have that staff with um, five or six different folks who are constantly monitoring it to answer questions. So if you you know don't answer ask, ask a question in your your com record because it's something easy. I mean, I would I would definitely start with the community first prior to to go into your com record to ask a question because a lot of the the a lot of the things that we have customers um, you know. Uh, engage us on are things that are definitely answered in the community or the FAQ that we have sitting off that community. Yeah. And that, that's the last resource is the high knowledge base has a very long uh, customer FAQ article that gets updated frequently with questions. So we've got the product documentation, the high knowledge base, the ServiceNow community, and the ServiceNow YouTube channel with a video out there. For mm -hmm. all your upgrade, <laughs> quarterly patching program questions and needs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, Sarah, thank you very much for being here with us today. The quarterly patching program is super important. I know there's a lot of people that put a lot of work into it. So thank you for coming and explaining it to us today. And if you make changes uh, in the future, we would love to have you back and you can tell us more about it. Great. Thanks, Susan.